Section 9 of Happy Jack by Thornton W. Burgess. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Jude Summers. Section 9 Happy Jack has a happy thought. Farmer Brown's boy wakes with a start. And Happy Jack is afraid to go home. Chapter 25 Happy Jack has a happy thought. Who runs when danger comes his way? will live to run some other day. Frightened and breathless, running with all his might from Shadow the Weasel, Happy Jack Squirrel was in despair. He didn't know what to do or where to go. The last time he had run from Shadow, he had run to Farmer Brown's boy, who had just happened to be near, and Farmer Brown's boy had chased Shadow the Weasel away. But now it was too early in the morning for him to expect to meet Farmer Brown's boy. In fact, jolly round red Mr. Sun had hardly kicked his bedclothes off yet, and Happy Jack was very sure that Farmer Brown's boy was still asleep. Now, most of us are creatures of habit. We do the same thing that we have been in the habit of doing, and do it without thinking anything about it. That is why good habits are such a blessing. Happy Jack Squirrel is just like the rest of us. He has habits, both good and bad. Of late, he had been in the habit of getting his breakfast at Farmer Brown's house every morning. So now, when he began to run from Shadow the Weasel, he just naturally ran in the direction of Farmer Brown's house, from force of habit. In fact, he was halfway there before he realized in which direction he was running. Right then, a thought came to him. It gave him a wee bit of hope, and seemed to help him run just a little faster. If the window of Farmer Brown's boy's room was open, he would run in there, and perhaps Shadow the Weasel wouldn't dare follow. How he did hope that that window would be open! He knew that it was his only chance. He wasn't quite sure that it really was a chance, for Shadow was such a bold fellow that he might not be afraid to follow him right in, but it was worth trying. Along the stone wall beside the old orchard raced Happy Jack to the dooryard of Farmer Brown and after him ran Shadow the Weasel, and Shadow looked as if he was enjoying himself. No doubt he was. He knew just as well as Happy Jack did that there was small chance of meeting Farmer Brown's boy so early in the morning, so he felt very sure how the chase was going to end, and that when it did end, he would breakfast on Squirrel. By the time Happy Jack reached the dooryard, Shadow was only a few jumps behind him, and Happy Jack was pretty well out of breath. He didn't stop to look to see if the way was clear. There wasn't time for that. Besides, there could be no greater danger in front than there was almost at his heels. And so, without looking one way or another, he scampered across the dooryard and up the big maple tree close to the house. Shadow the Weasel was surprised. He had not dreamed that Happy Jack would come over here. But Shadow is a bold fellow, and it made little difference to him where Happy Jack went. At least that is what he thought. So he followed Happy Jack across the dooryard and up the maple tree. He took his time about it, for he knew by the way Happy Jack had run that he was pretty nearly at the end of his strength. He'll never get out of this tree, thought Shadow, and he started to climb it. He fully expected to find Happy Jack huddled in a miserable little heap somewhere near the top. Just imagine how surprised he was when he discovered that Happy Jack wasn't to be seen. He rubbed his angry little red eyes, and they got angrier and redder than before. 
"'Must be a hollow up here somewhere,' he muttered. "'I'll just follow the scent of his feet, and that will lead me to him.' But when that scent led him out on a branch, the tip of which brushed against Farmer Brown's house, Shadow got another surprise. There was no sign of Happy Jack. He couldn't have reached the roof. There was no place he could have gone, unless... Shadow stared across at a window open about two inches. "'He couldn't have,' muttered Shadow. "'He wouldn't dare. He couldn't have.' But Happy Jack had. He had gone inside that window. Chapter 16 Farmer Brown's Boy Wakes with a Start Never think another crazy just because it happens you never heard of just the thing that they have started out to do. Isn't it queer how hard it seems to be for some boys to go to bed at the proper time, and how much harder it is for them to get up in the morning? It was just so with Farmer Brown's boy. I suppose he wouldn't have been a real boy if it hadn't been so. Of course, while he was sick with the mumps, he didn't have to get up, and while he was getting over the mumps, his mother let him sleep as long as he wanted to in the morning. That was nice but it made it all the harder to get up when he should after he was well again in summer it wasn't so bad getting up early but in winter well that was the one thing about winter that farmer brown's boy didn't like on this particular morning farmer brown had called him and he had replied with a sleepy all right and then had rolled over and promptly gone to sleep again in two minutes he was dreaming just as if there were no such things as duties to be done. For a while they were very pleasant dreams, very pleasant indeed. But suddenly they changed. A terrible monster was chasing him. It had great red eyes, as big as saucers, and sparks of fire flew from its mouth. It had great claws, as big as ice tongs, and it roared like a lion. In his dream, Farmer Brown's boy was running with all his might, then he tripped and fell, and somehow he couldn't get up again. The terrible monster came nearer and nearer. Farmer Brown's boy tried to scream and couldn't. He was so frightened that he had lost his voice. The terrible monster was right over him now and reached out one of his huge paws with the great claws. One of them touched him on the cheek, and it burned like fire. With a yell, a real genuine yell, Farmer Brown's boy awoke and sprang out of bed. For a minute, he couldn't think where he was. Then, with a sigh of relief, he realized that he was safe in his own snug little room, with the first jolly little sunbeam creeping in at the window to wish him good morning, and chide him for being such a lazy fellow. A thump and a scurry of little feet caught his attention, and he turned to see a gray squirrel running for the open window. It jumped on the sill, looked out, and then jumped down inside again, and ran over to a corner of the room, where he crouched as if in great fear. It was clear that he had been badly frightened by the yell of Farmer Brown's boy, and that he was still more frightened by something he had seen when he looked out of the window. A great light broke over Farmer Brown's boy. "'Happy Jack, you little rascal! I believe you are the terrible monster that scared me so!' he exclaimed. I believe you were on my bed, and that it was your claws that I felt on my face. But what ails you? You look frightened almost to death. 
he went over to the window and looked out. A movement in the big maple tree just outside caught his attention. He saw a long, slim white form dart from the tree and disappear. He knew who it was. It was Shadow the Weasel. "'So that pesky weasel has been after you again, and you came to me for help,' said he gently, as he coaxed Happy Jack to come to him. "'This is the place to come to every time. Poor little chap, you're all of a tremble. I guess I know how you feel when a weasel is after you. I guess you feel just as I felt when I dreamt that that monster was after me. My, but you certainly did give me a scare when you touched my face.' He gently stroked Happy Jack as he talked, and Happy Jack let him. "'Breakfast!' called a voice from downstairs. "'Coming!' replied Farmer Brown's boy, as he put Happy Jack on the table by a dish of nuts, and began to scramble into his clothes. Chapter 17 Happy Jack is Afraid to Go Home Safety first is the best rule to ensure a long life. Happy Jack didn't dare go home. Can you think of anything more dreadful than to be afraid to go to your own home? Why, home is the dearest place in the world, and it should be the safest. Just think how you would feel if you should go away from home, and then you should learn that it wouldn't be safe for you to go back there again, and you had no other place to go. It often happens that way with the little people of the Green Meadows and the Green Forest. It was that way with Happy Jack Squirrel now. You see, Happy Jack knew that Shadow the Weasel is not one to give up easily. Shadow has one very good trait, and that is persistence. He is not easily discouraged. When he sets out to do a thing, usually he does it. If he starts to get a thing, usually he gets it. No, he isn't easily discouraged. Happy Jack knows this. No one knows it better. So Happy Jack didn't dare to go home. He knew that any minute of night or day, Shadow might surprise him there, and that would be the end of him. He more than half suspected that Shadow was at that very time hiding somewhere along the way, ready to spring out on him if he should try to go back home. He had stayed in the room of Farmer Brown's boy until Mrs. Brown had come to make the bed. Then he had jumped out the window into the big maple tree. He wasn't quite sure of Mrs. Brown yet. She had kindly eyes. They were just like the eyes of Farmer Brown's boy. But he really didn't feel acquainted yet, and he felt safer outside than inside the room while she was there. "'Oh, dear, oh, dear, what shall I do? I have no home, and so, to keep me warm and snug and safe, I have no place to go.' Happy Jack said this over and over as he sat in the maple tree, trying to decide what was to be done. "'I wonder what ails that squirrel. He seems to be doing a lot of scolding,' said Mrs. Brown, as she looked out of the window. "'And that shows how easy it is to misunderstand people when we don't know all about their affairs.' Mrs. Brown thought that Happy Jack was scolding, when all the time he was just frightened and worried and wondering where he could go and what he could do to feel safe from Shadow the Weasel. Because he didn't dare go back to the green forest, he spent most of the day in the big maple tree, close to Farmer Brown's house. The window had been closed, so he couldn't go inside. 
he looked at it longingly a great many times during the day, hoping that he would find it open. But he didn't. You see, it was opened only at night when Farmer Brown's boy went to bed, so that he would have plenty of fresh air all night. Of course, Happy Jack didn't know that. All his life he had had plenty of fresh air all the time, and he couldn't understand how people could live in houses all shut up. Late that afternoon, Farmer Brown's boy, who had been at school all day, came whistling into the yard. He noticed Happy Jack right away. "'Hello, you back again. Isn't one good meal a day enough?' he exclaimed. "'He's been there all day,' said his mother, who had come to the door just in time to overhear him. "'I don't know what ails him.' Then Farmer Brown's boy noticed how forlorn Happy Jack looked. He remembered Happy Jack's fright that morning. "'I know what's the matter,' he cried. "'It's that weasel. The poor little chap is afraid to go home. We must see what we can do for him. I wonder if he will stay if I make a new house for him. I believe I'll try and see.'" End of Section 9